Welcome back, everyone, to the Reader Copy Recap for Monday, June the 21st. My name is Chris, and I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Recap. We are doing episode two of Loki on Disney+, and the title of this episode is The Variant. Daniel, I'll uh, I'll take your apology now. What does that mean? What does that? Go what ahead, do I, go what ahead, do I have uh, to ap- apologize for? Ahead. All right, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll accept it if you say sorry now. Go ahead. I don't understand. I don't know what I would be apologizing for last what week I do you, to said, you? you said last week that loki might not be the best mcu series so i'll go ahead and give you a moment uh, okay. to take that back uh, go ahead. Right. i'm not apologizing to you at all i'll go apologize ahead. to loki yeah. though this is pretty good it might be the i think it's the best disney plus series uh, but Apology also accepted. this was all my opinions <laughs> before the show premiered uh i already think it's the best episode two is phenomenal i think yeah yeah i think it's the funniest show disney disney uh marvel show so far and i think that might be pushing over the edge you know yeah um also still directed by kate heron and this time it's written by uh elisa karasik and i think it was great um the writing like you said was i feel like it had tropes of like a buddy cop kind of thing and things you'd kind of expect uh but though it like kind of like hit it on the head like i think it was like perfect like it's expected, but still really funny. And I think it, it was nailed it. Yeah, I think it's like the quiet, funny moments are the ones that get me, that get me busted out laughing watching the show. Right. And it's not, right? It's like, I think it's a lot of it is Wilson's character, Owen Wilson. But uh, we'll yeah. get into it, I guess. Uh, I was worried that Loki could get played out and you're kind of getting tired of Loki seeing him in so many movies yeah. and now every episode of this. But uh, honestly, I think I, I still enjoy Tom Hiddleston. Well, I think this is the best we've seen him as Loki. I think okay, it's yeah. a, maybe the Thor Ragnarok type deal where they're just making him funny. I guess it you know brings right. it a new light to it. Yeah. Um, the show episode starts off in 1985 in the middle of Wisconsin where they're having a, a renaissance fair. Yeah, a renaissance fair. Uh, and who <laughs> who pops in but uh, some of the time hunters as they uh, mm. they pop in through the, their time doors wearing future getup doesn't fit for the renaissance yeah and there's like even one of the members that are like guys this, some of us take this seriously so <laughs> don't make fun of us yeah your, your clothes are from the future it doesn't fit in for, for the renaissance <laughs> um, but the hunters are, are mean business and they go looking for the variants they know the variant is there there's like some kind of like anomaly or or something that they can read that they're they're changing like the timeline already so they go in they track them into like this dark tent but the variant uses like their magic to kind of like brainwash or like overpower the person so that they're kind of like under the spell of the variant some type of mind control and uh, catches the main hunter there and and controls that hunter to fight off the other uh minutemen there in that little tent Right. And not only the other Minutemen get defeated, um, the reset charge gets taken yeah because they're collecting the variants collecting those for some reason and for the first time it actually took a prisoner they kidnapped that lead uh hunter so uh, some bad news there but uh something's going on in 1985 we jump now to the tva and it's loki's first day on the job and uh, as he's like in his new get up in uniform and his legs already perched up on the desk like kind of you know slacking off right uh he's learning about like the it's like the red line is what they're calling it and if that tangent 
timeline gets past the red line, then it can't be erased or something. And it becomes like a, a loose timeline. And so they have to stop it before it reaches that and erase that timeline to keep the sacred timeline like intact. Right. Or if one of those goes past that supposed red line, it all just comes crumbling down and, you know, right. total mayhem. And he's learning this from Miss Minutes in that little cartoon thing, <laughs> standing, yeah. walking around. Uh, well, I was also reading that uh, jet ski magazine that Mobius left. Mobius then calls on Loki and it's like, hey, we're, we got a mission. We're going to go find what happened to those Minutemen that got uh, attacked in 1985. Throws him a jacket that's in like a plastic bag and he puts it on. He actually like yeah. feels kind of cool. Like, okay, I'm part of the team now. Yeah, I look like everybody else, right? <laughs> um, and <laughs> he takes Loki to the uh, like a meeting, like a work meeting as they're getting prepped up to go and, and hunt down the variant and Again, the the main hunter there, B fifteen, does mm-hmm. not like this variant. Does not like Loki in all, at all, pretty much. Right, and they also like talk about like other Lokis that they've caught, and they show like different versions of Loki. There's one where he was like, I don't know, like a cyclist. There's one where he's like a monster looking dude. Yeah. So they're like, we catch Lokis all the time. Uh, we can do this. Let's catch this other variant Loki. And this kind of like shocks Loki. Like, oh, there's like other versions of me. And uh, he's also saying like, okay, well, we'll catch this one because I'm the superior Loki. Like, I'm the best one. <laughs> yeah, it's totally. It's just like that. T- the t- that movie we talked about before the one with Jet Li where it's just uh, some version finding off other uh, versions of themselves in different universes right uh, take a look at that movie right. if you ever need to figure out how, how this TV show is going to end up <laughs> it's the same idea <laughs> Um, one thing also in this meeting is, you know, Lucky makes this big, like, big moment about what duplication casting is and differentiating it from, like, right. illusion projection. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to play a part in the future at some point. Yeah, well, one could say it plays a part in this episode. Uh, but they do go down to 1985, and they're kind of, like, investigating the crime scene, right? And Moby's like, okay, well, Loki, what, what do you see? What are, what are we missing? Right, they're playing detective there, looking at all the things that Loki uh, as they're about to leave Loki's like stop don't leave that's what the variant wants he's this is all right. a trap and he's saying like if you leave you all get kidnapped or, or erased or whatever and he's like I can figure this out but I need reassurances that you're not gonna just erase me once we capture the variant so I need to talk to the timekeepers let me address the timekeepers in person right and again uh, Agent Mobius has got Loki's numbers like oh he's just wasting time he just wants to <laughs> stress us out so that he can talk to the timekeepers and is like okay Loki does it again (laughs) I really like that when he calls him I was like he's lying (laughs) (laughs) it's these like little moments I love Owen Wilson in this role I feel like it it almost couldn't be anyone else right the way he's like handling this dynamic with him and and, uh, Hiddleston so they go back to the TVA and Mobius goes to uh, Renslayer pretty much saying like, please give me one more chance with Loki. Don't uh, don't give up on him yet. Like we're getting close, right? So Renslayer says like, okay, you get one more chance and Mobius doesn't want to screw this up. So he's just going to pretty much do it the hard way. Meaning like, let's go through all the paperwork, all the data we have about this variant. And he sends Loki like to the library. Yeah, it's this gigantic building, like the Library of Congress, right? It's just like... <laughs> Like endless yeah. looking building and so he's just filing through all of the uh all the files there and he lands on one of the files that's not declassified for him it's called a uh, destruction of asgard yes now we know this as the events of thor ragnarok but this loki did not live that so he's reading about it and you know it, it's pretty 
shocking to know like that's your home and it was destroyed and he's reading about it and it says like um time variance the amount and it was like really low or something like that so this is the clue that loki figured out and he's gonna bring it to mobius Aha, it's like an aha moment, a eureka moment as he uh, Mm -hmm. takes the file to Mobius that he's having lunch and says, oh, the way this variant, the bad variant, is hiding is inside of apocalypses. Right. So that's why the TVA can't find him. It's because he's always hiding like right before the destruction of something where like whatever he does doesn't matter because it's all about to be erased anyway. It's all about to be destroyed. So there's no variance in the time, right? And he's he's trying to show him this, explain this by messing with his salad, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, pretty funny is he's like messing with like putting like apple juice in his salad or whatever and salt and <laughs> all the salt is Hulk and all that. Pretty funny. And he wants to test it, right? So they go to Pompeii in 79 AD and we know Pompeii is destroyed by the volcano, right? So he's like, okay, let's go right before the volcano erupts. Let's go mess with stuff and you will see if the variant like meter goes off. Because if it doesn't, then we know that my theory is correct. Whatever we do doesn't matter here. So that's where the variant could be hiding. It's pretty wild how Loki was just like playing around and speaking Italian or whatever that old Roman was. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it didn't do any zero uh, time variance, right? It was mission accomplished. This is how he's hiding somehow. So now they need to kind of figure out, well, which apocalypse event is this variant hiding in? And the only other clue they have is that is the gum or candy that's like Kablaoui or something like that? Yeah, it was the uh, Kablaoui blueberry gum that he found back in France in like an old uh, time that the variant killed some of the hunters, right? And it was only manufactured in 2047 to 51. So it's got to be sometime in that four-year period. And the only like apocalyptic event that they could figure out was in 2050 in Alabama when like this hurricane wipes out this whole city. So they're like, it has to be this. Let's go check it out. Um, so they get like approval to go and they get there and it, they're in like, it's almost uh, like, a, like a Costco, but it's a, a rocks cart. Right. This gigantic Costco looking building gets like crumbled with all this like gigantic rainstorm just raining down. I think we're headed there soon with, in the real world with all the climate change. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it's pretty, pretty dramatic as they, uh, they kind of like teleport into there. Right. And the citizens of the town are all there, right? Because it's like the the best protection that they have. So they're all kind of hunkered down in there. The TVA and Loki are searching. Um, B-15's like, that Loki's coming with me because I don't trust him, right? So they, they have to partner up while uh, Mobius and other agents are searching the other area. And they run into this one shopper who's just like kind of like perusing the aisles. But Loki knows this is not a regular person. Loki's like, oh, this might be myself being, you know, my controlling this body or whatever. And as soon as B-15 gets close, that's what's happening, obviously. And she gets mind controlled by the bad Loki. And um, there's two Lokis talking to each other there in this Costco. (laughs) I think this is a great scene. Uh, All the people that get like kind of like mind controlled by this variant, I feel like do pretty good acting as far as like changing their character and trying of like be that version of the variant and loki our loki kind of just like doing what he does and trying to like two-time the tva but also you could tell is like trying to come up with his own plan to betray this loki and show that he's a superior loki and he's like come on let's work together and then we can take over the t- 
timekeepers or whatever. But uh, the bad Loki is talking like, well, I don't really want to rule the TVA, take over their powers. You know, it's not really about you, Loki. Mm -hmm. They've got other plans. Um, And then the bad Loki sets the charges that are uh, all throughout this Costco and um, sends those charges down a bunch of time doors into different points of time down the sacred timeline. Right. So now the timeline has like a bunch of holes that are like diverging and like splitting off into separate branches. And we see the like the control center of the TVA. That guy like freaks out like right away. <laughs> I thought that was really cool acting when he sees the time kind of destroying. He's like, whoa. And he like just grabs the phone and just like call it an emergency. And it's like. Uh, like the worst thing that could happen to them. Right. It's like a code red type of deal. And you could just see on the screen all the different branches erupting. So the sacred timeline is haywire. Um, and B-15 wakes up because uh, she's no longer mind controlled and tells Mobius that Loki got away. So they're running, trying to run, trying to get the variant Loki and the other bad one, whatever. And when they get past and see there's uh, the female Loki there and the, yes. the main character Loki uh, escape in front of their eyes. Yeah, she leaves the kind of like the time door open for him. It's like, if you want to join me or figure out what I'm trying to do, you got to come follow me. And he does. Uh, no surprise that he betrays the TVA, but he leaves. And then right as the door closes, it's like one of those cliche cop chase bad guy things. Owen Wilson barely misses the door. And he's like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they got away. So that's how the episode pretty much ends. Uh, the two Lokis get away and Owen Wilson trusted Loki too much. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I really like this episode. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoy like the the little parts, like when they're he's just like going through the paperwork and like trying to figure this out, trying to find clues. And when he does figure it out, I like how he's like trying to convince Owen Wilson's character to go along with it. Like the middle part of this episode, I like I enjoyed a whole lot. Yeah, I thought the comedy was just there. It was just like all these little moments, like uh, when Loki was freaking out about them in the meeting about duplication. Look, uh, Wilson was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, take a breath," you know. <laughs> Like, that got me like, I like laughed out loud at that moment. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because this variant Loki, I don't think is a Loki. What does that mean? You think it's someone dressing as a Loki or what? I think it, like in a way it's a Loki, but not really like a Loki variant necessarily. I feel like this is another character that is like an amalgamation of different characters from the comics that maybe is not necessarily Lady Loki, like not a ver- another version of Loki. And I think um, it could be uh, in the comics, there's a character called Enchantress. I think she's maybe like more closer to that character. I see. So as far as like personality wise, I was wondering if like the duplication thing he was talking about was like, what if like this is like a duplication that just lived on, like lived its own life and (laughs) uh, has like some weird resentment somehow. Like, you know, crazier things have happened. I mean, there's freaking TVA. What, what is, what is this? Maybe it's not, she's not a variant from a different timeline, you know, there's a couple uh, of clues that that I, because the, the female Loki has something against the TVA. I think like, I don't know if she wants to rule them, but has some type of resentment towards them, the timekeepers. So what happened there? Yeah. I, there's a couple of clues that I, picked up on that is why i think she's not necessarily a variant of loki for one her hair is blonde like that's loki's hair is jet black always has to be (laughs) 
Um, another one is when she's like possessing one of the shoppers. Uh, our Loki says like, "Oh, you must be Loki," and their reaction is like, "Ugh, don't call me that." Right? Meaning like, I, I don't want to. I'm not Loki, right. and I'm. It's like I take it as an insult that you think I am. So in my head, this is not a variant of Loki. This is maybe another character, maybe like similar to Loki, but not necessarily like just like that universe is Loki. And uh, another reason is like you said. Loki's duplication spell or whatever this person has like mind control spell which Loki I don't think can do like our Loki can't do that so that's why I think it's a different character yeah I think that mind control thing is some type of nod to his scepter which he doesn't really have anymore so how does this one just have that innate power and why don't they just transform what they look like like Loki the main one can do right Right. instead of taking control of someone else so there's something there. Maybe it's just a different power set if she is from a different timeline. And if so, then I don't know. Did did that variant like leak into the safe head timeline, the single one, and is living on while hers is reset? Uh, yeah. And that's why she's angry? I could believe that too, maybe. Yeah, I think that is probably what happened. Maybe this person got captured and they erased their timeline and then escaped. So now she has nowhere to go. Like her sacred, the sacred timeline is not her timeline. So she's kind of like... Uh, in limbo i guess so maybe that's why yeah i really don't know it's something to to look out for one thing i'm wondering is you know those reset charges what they do is they delete a branch right that's what they're meant to do is delete whatever that timeline is yeah it's like reversing it what the main loki did the the villain loki did was sent them down different points of the sacred one how would like doing a reset charge make different branches wouldn't it delete the one timeline there is or something i i don't like (laughs) how does that work right i you humor me here like it's like you know it's it's time travel in marvel it's wishy-washy but still like i don't get it i was gonna say it's because they all went off at the same time but that's not true Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what those do. I guess I, I really don't know. All I know is time is messed up now because of her. Yeah. All the like places I looked them up, they were all different planets too. There was like, uh, Xandar, Zakar. So must've did something right. I, I, I still don't get it. I need to talk to, to Kevin about this, figure this out. <laughs> Another rumor that I saw online that I think is interesting and maybe true is if you look at the timekeepers, all we see of them are statues, right? But when you look at Ren Slayer's office, the middle statue could kind of resemble Kang. So maybe Kang is one of the timekeepers. That's an interesting idea because that like headdress that he's wearing is kind of like Kang's. We don't get really a uh, well. I guess in the f- the videos, like the animations, they had like bluish, greenish face- faces, which is kind of what Kang looks like, right? Well, because of the helmet, yeah. But maybe I, I don't know. It, maybe Kang is like a descendant of the Timekeeper somehow, or I'm not sure. But maybe Kang is like hiding in plain sight already. Interesting. Okay. Uh, also, we got to note that Mobius never met the Timekeepers, so they're like hidden away. You know, they're they. Mm-hmm. What is their whole machinations? Do they even really exist, or are they just like this specific? like idols that just are just a myth you know yeah it's weird I, I do think we'll see them eventually in the show and we'll learn their true like nature if they're really trying to make like the best timeline or if they're really just like out for themselves and trying to manipulate time to their benefit but I think we will see them I think we will see Loki confront them I think we will learn that the variant Loki is also maybe working for someone else interesting okay they're just a uh, subject to someone else I'm wondering if maybe the TVA is all a sham because Loki seems to say that, like, oh, you really believe in all this, you know? 
but uh you know uh mobius comes about that like you know asgard like that's also like fluffy stuff like what is that even that so it's like you know the way they talk about it i loki doesn't think it's real it's like a, a sham i think i think maybe it is all a, a fake thing wow okay well uh i think that episode two already has like pushed so much in not just loki the show but in the whole mcu like i feel like the mcu has already changed a lot just from the first two episodes like now that we know like infinity stones are not that important <laughs> if you can control time and now that time is kind of like breaking and making multiverses, like literally like the limit is is anything. Like Doctor Strange is going to have a handful in his next movie. Yeah, you know, all this like gigantic big time travel stuff, it's it's awesome. But I think like the small stuff is what I love. All the little moments with between the two of them, two main characters, Loki and Mobius. That's what I'm, I'm liking. Like I want to see more. I do now wish it was longer. Yeah. So uh, I, I also really enjoy that it's on Wednesdays now because like last Tuesday night, I was like, man, I kind of have nothing to do. And I realized like, oh, Loki drops at midnight. I'm going to stay up and watch it. So <laughs> I'm enjoying that it's coming out on Wednesdays now. Yeah, it gives us uh, some time to to watch the show to give our watch it multiple times. Please right. do a lot of these different three-letter words. What the heck do they mean? <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, episode two. Guys, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the Reader Copy Recap. You can search us on all your podcast platforms. Just search Reader Copy and you'll find us there. Uh, give us a subscribe if you can. Absolutely. And let us know what you guys are thinking about Loki on Disney Plus and all the social medias. You can find us at the Reader Copy Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We will be back on Wednesday, Loki Day, with a brand new comic book for our podcast episode, uh, the Reader Copy Podcast. So don't miss that for sure. And uh, fingers crossed, episode three will be even better. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, until then, Daniel, do you have an outro for Loki? Hi, I'm Miss Minutes for the Read a Copy Podcast. And if you like what we got to say of Loki, then watch it. <laughs> okay. All right. See you guys. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I'll pat myself on the back for that one. <laughs>